And we're back on the rule of three. Uh, Tim Slagel here uh, in uh, Parts Unknown. Mr. Ben Washburn on the burn. Burn on the uh, other side. Yes, hello. Hello. Two, two comics, three topics, ten minutes each. The perfect podcast for your modern lifestyle. That's uh, right. We are going to be talking later about uh, 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 the Winston Churchill film. I don't know how to tease that out any other way. It's, uh, we both watched the Winston Churchill film and found it found it noteworthy. Uh, we're also going to be talking uh, about uh, one of America's greatest pastimes that does not get the honor that baseball does. That's and, right. Uh, it uh, doesn't. And uh, we're going to be doing that in the second segment. Uh, but right now... Uh, Bent sent over an article of a of a topic he wanted to Terrifying talk about. Terrifying article. And, you forgot uh, that part. Apparently this time, apparently this time, it's not screwy people in trailers that are seeing f UFOs. Yes. Is that there have actually been UFO sightings by by uh, respected people by by by, by pilots. And yeah. uh, people that you know that that that, that recognize whether something is uh, swamp gas or uh, a, an actual <laughs> object that is unidentified. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's pilots. Well, go ahead. You it's, can, it's you can, you can pilots, go. You're the one who found the article. Yeah, it's pilots and it's people, radar technicians, all at the same time. It's multiple pilots and radar technicians all seeing the same phenomena at the same time, or the same craft moving in ways that uh, we aren't capable of moving at the same time. And they seem to be hanging out around like aircraft carriers. They seem to be doing spy stuff is what is what I think. But it's I think. Well, well, in, in their defense, uh, a lot of people can move in ways that I can't move anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sorry, if I just our, had to throw that in. <laughs> if our jets... We're as agile as you or I, we would be in trouble, but for sure. But yeah, <laughs> but this out... is this is different. This yeah. is this is these are these are like jet planes that move sideways. Yeah. Oh, insane! They said one. Uh, they they came down from sixty thousand feet or something, just shot right down and hovered. Uh, and I guess what what makes it kind of shocking to me was they have so many uh, verified sightings. They have them on video. And the military, they have lots of people in the military who cite this together at the same time, and yet we're sluggish in responding. And they talked about it being uh, similar to how in 9-11 uh, the FBI and the CIA weren't sharing information or how when, when we encounter something new, uh, our systems of doing things, our way of doing things, we don't – no one's assigned to deal with it, so no one deals with it. That seems to be what's happening. It's, it's, it's running into the various – you know, it's outside their stovepipe or their their area of uh, flow and work, so no no one's really concentrating on it. Outside their stovepipe, you mentioned that before, yeah. meaning that uh, that there's no there's no channel in, in the bureaucracy to deal with UFOs. I thought they had something in they, the 50s. They had a UFO department. They had a UFO department, according to the article. I think up until 2014, and they cut all the funding in 2014. Huh. Now, now, to me, which makes it a little more alarming is then you have Putin dumping his chest and claiming, according to another link in the article, uh, he has recently claimed that they've made advances in propulsion that allow them to shoot cruise missiles that can evade any of our defense systems. And he's bragging openly about this. 
And uh, I, I think, you know, honestly, if, if any country were to make advances in nuclear propulsion, it certainly wouldn't be ours because we have demonized nuclear technology for a couple decades now. Uh, just idiocy. No, no, no you're, you're absolutely right. And uh, the stovepipe for nuclear technology is, uh, is very narrow and tall. So that to, to, to go from a, a, a scientist's chalkboard into an actual working model is so difficult that, uh, that the scientist never even puts it on the chalkboard. Whereas yeah. in, in places like Russia and China, where, where they're suspecting one of the two places that might have come up with this propulsion system, uh, they, they don't really care. Yeah, sure, we sprayed some nuclear waste on a, on a couple million people. but yeah. uh, exactly. You know, they were, they, they're just farmers. <laughs> they yeah, well, Chernobyl, you know, it's like, yeah, we, they paid their dues, I guess, is the way they look at it. So I think we should steal a play out of their playbook and steal this technology. That should be our number one thing is to try to steal this technology from them or at least start studying this stuff. But If we got people that still do that, of course. That still study nuclear stuff? Or that no, steal no, that, stuff? That, 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 still, that still are over in Russia stealing stuff. Yeah, I hope so. I hope we're over there trying to steal stuff and spying on them. They're certainly spying on us, so... Yeah. So anyway, that was kind of scary. The thought of, uh, <laughs> I don't know, just the thought of uh, uh, James Bond-like spy devices in the hands of Putin is a terrifying thought to me. I just don't like the idea <laughs> of being at the mercy of his sense of mercy is a terrifying. He really is. He's like he could be a villain in a Bond film. He just poisoned people over in England. I mean. He's brutal. Oh, I mean, he he even looks like a villain in a Bond the Bond movie. He, he it's I mean everything everything about him just 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 reeks of a Bond villain. <laughs> it's really uh, does. the fact that he likes to likes to pose shirtless, yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. ride horses. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, that's right. Surrounded surrounded by surrounded by Russian models. He definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, if there's ever been anything closer to a real life Bond villain, it is Putin. It's Putin, and that's yeah. They they still haven't figured. They still haven't figured how they killed those people. They they they, they haven't figured. Well, they know it's nerve gas, but they have no yeah. idea how they they got the nerve gas. It's probably. I mean, a little, it's not like a little drone it's, that moves with a nuclear propulsion kind of flew into his house and exploded. It's probably. It's like one of these UFO thing. Who knows? But he. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, that that that's fine. You know, I like the North Korean, the, the North Korean nerve, nerve gassed an enemy, and uh, they just had a couple good-looking girls go up and spray it in their face. <laughs> just maced them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like yeah, that's that's yeah, that's down gritty. That's just kind of primitive. That's the way. You know? That's that's the low tech. That's the low tech way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, Putin would. <laughs> the Putin's what was it a couple of years ago? They had you, you know, but even then, even then, it's it, it seems that the Russian tech is a little is a little backwards. It uh, it, it was the one that they killed a couple of years ago was uh, with an um with was with a BB of polonium in the in the in the tip of an umbrella that's that right. they stabbed somebody with, that's which was right. which was very very Bond like. Yeah, but the North Koreans, that's it's just more primitive and just like oh, we'll just get a cute girl to mace them in the face. <laughs> what if it kills her? Who cares? Yeah, they're just. But yeah, uh, cute girl. We'll be able to get right up to him. That's yeah, <laughs> that's right up close. Me? You're talking to me? Yes. 
It's uh, it's was... uh, have you tried? Have you tried our new fragrance? It, we call it <laughs> Sarin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's more North Korea, but Putin A does scare me, and he is by far. Even I was just thinking when you said he's shirtless, he's always posing shirtless. If you notice, no tan lines. He even has a tan, and unlike Trump, his is not sprayed on. I think his is real. <laughs> I, I don't he, think – I actually don't think – I actually do not think that Trump's uh, uh, tan is spray on. What? I think it's uh, – I, I, I honestly don't because the, the, the reason why uh, is because he's, he, he, has, he has reverse kuna, uh, raccoon eyes. Is that he's he's got the whites oh, around his eyes? But but you do that, that th when, when you spray on too. You have to put on a goggle, right? Do no? you? I think I think you can. I think the spray on you can take with like a swab and get like right up and do your eyelids. I think you can get that right in there. I think uh, you know unless he has like a car wash, you know, <laughs> he has to put in the goggles and has a spray tan car wash that he kind of stands and goes through. It's uh, no, I think. I think he, I think he just I think he just tans a weird color. I so, also think I also think that photographers and uh, 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 like to set the color balance a little off so it appears a little more orange than it really is. They might they might think that, do that, but if he has a tanning bed, that's quite a shift from the last president. It's amazing. <laughs> You you assume you no 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 you assume that the last president did not have, have a tanning bed. bed. I assume. I guess that's wrong. It's me, uh, it's like uh, you know it might have been. It's uh, I got a I got a pop in the bed for a couple hours. I'm starting to lose. Uh, I'm starting to lose the African American vote. <laughs> I don't think so. It's my mom's side is coming through a little bit too much. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. We're going to get in trouble. Are we out of time yet? <laughs> and uh, fortunately, uh, that pretty much brings us to the end of the segment. On the rule of three, uh, in a little bit, we are going to be doing a movie review. We are going to be reviewing The Darkest Hour. Uh, but right now, uh, what I did last weekend is uh, there's, a, there's a wonderful uh, little comedy club <laughs> in uh, uh, north central Illinois, about halfway across the state. And it's, uh, uh, it's, it's tucked inside the Illinois Valley Super Bowl. That's... Which... Uh, <laughs> the... It's which Super is not Bowl. a which is not a foot it's not a football event no it's no. a it's it's a club of such uh such low recognition that the uh, uh uh football association has not cued into the fact that their trademark is being violated so. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care it's a super bowl is that the name of it the super bowl it's the illinois valley super bowl yes but what and what, uh, and, and comedy club yeah, I think they call it the Jungle Comedy Club now. It's it's. I noticed some of the waitresses had T-shirts on that say the Jungle Comedy Club. I don't I don't know why. It's uh, made, there's a few palm trees painted on the wall, but it's been uh, it, they've been doing they have been doing comedy there uh, now for 28 years, I believe. How many? 28? Uh, did you say? 
28. They have wow. been they have been doing they have been hosting a comedy night for longer than uh, a lot of a, a lot of clubs have been around. Oh yeah. And it's uh Yeah. That's it's, longer uh, than I've been doing comedy actually. The total number yeah. of years. Yeah, that's that's yeah, impressive. Yeah, uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it, it was kind of fun. It was uh, they actually even have a wall of 8 by 10s which uh, which which has not been added to in a while cuz I don't think I don't think uh I don't think comics use 8 by 10s anymore. They don't or they all I black and had... white too cuz when they're all black and white. Uh, all... Oh, a lot of a lot of black and white. In fact, I uh I don't think I don't think there was any color. Wow. I don't think I saw a single color 8 by 10. So yeah, that's so. There you go. Yeah, black it's, and white uh, and, eight uh, by tens and a jungle theme in a bowling alley in central Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> did you go bowling? I mean, how did the show go? I should say, or ask. Um, the show was not was not one of my best. It was not. Uh, it was not. It was not bragworthy. It was. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll say right now that uh, that 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 I puzzled people there. <laughs> it's uh, I I used to I used to tear up the room too is is when I used to go there I used to tear it up and I don't know I don't know what happened uh, in between then and now that uh, that they that <laughs> is this twenty years ago twenty eight years ago you tear it up but something yeah, yeah, something I happened something happened I don't know I I do not know what it is and it's not you know a lot of the clubs I'll say well maybe it's the age factor. But but uh, there wasn't much between the the audience and myself. There wasn't much differentiation in in, in the age. Uh, maybe they've seen it all. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe they've been watching me come in for for you know every, every year for the past. <laughs> like oh, this like, guy again. Oh, oh my God! When is he going to write some new material? And <laughs> I thought I had new material for him too. So I I. I I don't know what I don't it's, know what it was. It's hard but. to know where you went wrong when you wind up when you're doing comedy in a bowling alley because there's so many ways in which you've gone wrong at that point. Yeah. In your career and life. <laughs> like, I've, I've done some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, wait, now, am I going wrong in a set or am I going wrong just in life in general? Because I am at the bowling. Yeah. I've done the bowling alley, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, is yeah. Was my was, was the mistake I made when I said, uh, "Yeah, I'll take that date." <laughs> yeah, when you said yes. Yeah, the the mistake I made the last time I was at the bowling alley was eating finger food while using one of the balls there at the alley. When you're like midway through the game and you think, "I'm sticking my fingers in the hole of that bowling ball," and then using. You know what I mean? That's just disgusting. Oh man! Do you know how many boogers uh, are in those bowling uh, balls? <laughs> Do you know how just a little oh, man. booger pits. I never it, thought about that. You're actually kind of sticking your you're sticking oh. your fingers in the snout of the ball. It is, yeah. That's like a, that is like the snout of the world. I mean, and then I was using a lighter bowling ball because I have tendonitis in my ankle, which me I mean not my ankle, my 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 elbow. I'm getting my anatomy mixed up. <laughs> but anyway, so I was using a kid's bowling ball, which means the boogers, 
The race. Oh, there were so many germs. Oh my. Oh my God. No, it's probably more than just boogers. Because oh, because uh, because oh. kids 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 don't have kids don't have that thing that says no. You shouldn't be scratching yourself there in public. Exactly. You had hepatitis A <laughs> and strep bacteria duking it out in those little caves, and I was. So comedy's not the worst thing that can happen at a bowling alley. I, <laughs> I, I remember, after that last trip, I, I realized about halfway through, I wanted to chug a gallon of antibacterial hand sanitizer, <laughs> anything. Like, what, and you just, you know what? It's one of those things that after it happens, you just wait for the next like twenty four hours for something horrible to kick in. You just sure. That so when did the when? When did the realization occur? Were, were, were you uh, were, were you licking were you licking yes, the, the your yeah. fingers and all of a sudden my fingers taste like bowling balls? Oh, uh, that's, that's ah! <laughs> <laughs> what is bowling? Hey, these chips are all more salty than I thought. Wait a second. <laughs> oh my lord! That's not nachos. Uh, and, and you know, and and you know, you know, all they do for the shoes for the shoes. All yeah. they do is just spray it with a little air freshener and put them back on the rack. Yeah, they Febreze it. Like that's gonna keep me from getting some <laughs> weird hookworm. <laughs> but yeah, but the but the balls. Yeah, they don't they don't they don't clean out. They don't they don't they don't clean out those holes. No, they don't. They don't put. They don't put those rental balls on the ball polisher. No, I've never seen them do it. And there's a lot of holes in there. I think you would walk in on that activity if they ever did it. You know what I mean? You would hear that machine cleaning yeah. those holes constantly, at least as with often. with a brush. They got, yeah. got the whole brush. Yeah, yeah. They don't. They no. They, so <laughs> I think finger foods at a bowling alley is disgusting. That is the sickest ever, ever. Well, I I do believe though I do believe that or they used to they used to have a ball polisher there at the uh, there, oh. there there at the alley and then they would have a little spinning thing that would go into the hole with like sanitizer on it and it would I don't know I don't know if they did that I don't know if they did that but well, I mean if you just, you know they it's, just clean the it's, outside it's, of the ball they're not a, concerned with the soul the inside of the ball. <laughs> <laughs> the dark, dirty. the dark heart, the dark heart of the of the bowling ball, the That's the right. evil <laughs> that lurks really underneath that... underneath the shiny marbled exterior. Yeah, they're, they're all the same. Although I got to say, the lighter the ball, the worse the gross stuff inside of there. You pick up a kid's bowling ball. That's you. Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, that's those little holes are disgusting. <laughs> and I think that is the one thing that's worse than satire in a bowling alley. I think anytime <laughs> you serve up political satire at a bowling alley, you're just that's not that's not that's that's got to yeah. be a tough tough. Well, next time I'm going to steal your joke. Next time I work a bowling alley, I am going to get up there and say, "Oh yeah, you might not laugh at me, but I'm laughing at you because you all had your fingers in those balls." balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know how many fingers were in there before you? And uh, then you had pizza, and yeah. then you ate pizza. You're watching that a wasn't a show. I'm watching a hepatitis A. <laughs> <laughs> outbreak. I'm watching an outbreak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
other so, than that, not uh, a bad show. I'll ha- who books that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a it's a comedian. It's a comedian, uh, uh, Harry Hickstein. I probably shouldn't be saying that because no, now it's, now he's going to get flooded <laughs> flooded with calls. But I don't think he'll if he doesn't know you, he's not going to book you. So don't even don't even bother. It's a it's a comic that's uh, that's uh, been been doing it almost as long as I have. And, oh wow! Uh, he has a he has a, he has a couple one nighters around uh, around Central Illinois, and that is one of them. Um, used to be Midwest comedy. Used to uh, used to book it originally. And, oh okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, okay. I don't know whether I don't know whether they got tired of it or they got tired of Midwest comedy. So it still has it still has the Midwest comedy format. If you remember doing the Midwest comedy shows where they. Uh, where they invite three members to come up from the audience and tell jokes. Oh no, they do that at the, the bowling alley. Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that's not good. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, and and if we had more time and I had a better memory, I would tell you the three. I don't I don't I don't I don't know if the the family aspect of the show would allow you me to tell, um, the the, the jokes. I would guess uh, not. Uh, but but but. <laughs> If I if I thought for a minute, I could I could probably remember all three. But uh, I one question: about... Do you know any famous yeah. bowlers? Can you think of any famous bowlers? Because I can't. Uh, I know there were. Not... I know there were there were there were like in the sixties there were there there were famous bowlers. There were, you know, if you if you peruse beer ads from the sixties, you'll see like uh, you know John Doe. You know, professional bowler five years in a row says Budweiser is the smoothest beer available, or something and, like that. But not anymore. It's it's yeah. It's no. It's, nope. Sad. And, yep. And uh, it, bowling is over, and uh, so is this segment. And on the final segment of the Rule of Three, uh, bent uh, on board on board the ship. I believe you 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 watched a film and said yeah. you really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's and, an uh, excellent I film. Said, and I said, you know, it's uh, why don't we talk about that next week? So uh, so I went to the DVD store, and uh, I, I guess <laughs> it's I guess it's a good sign. It's uh, all the Blu-ray copies were were not available. And uh, but we we had we had determined that we were going to do this film anyway, so I I suffered through the DVD version. Oh no! Oh no! That's <laughs> off. So, so but that's eh, okay. It's, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't it wasn't a film that that, that really I thought missed out with. Uh, it's more of a docudrama, so yeah. it doesn't really. It doesn't require anyway, did I, all the special right. effects and panoramic views and so forth. Yeah. Right. Right. Did I name the film? Yeah, I, it's uh, w- was the Darkest Hour with uh, with Gary Oldman, and, and I believe it won an Oscar for something or other. Uh, Gary Oldman Not won be- the Oscar. Yeah, best actor, best actor. Yeah, 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 and it's fantastic. I thought he was absolutely fantastic in the movie. Uh huh. It's I, uh, enjoy, enjoyed the movie. Uh, you had mentioned that it's kind of it's kind of like a, a, a prequel to Dunkirk. If yeah. you if you saw that movie last year, 
Was that last year or was that this year, too? Were they both in the Oscars together that, this yeah, year? Dunkirk I have no idea. Dunkirk was in the Oscars. I think it won something for sound editing, Dunkirk did. Also, uh-huh. also an excellent film. It seems like Hollywood— Well, they did, they did some—Christopher uh, uh, Nolan did something in, the, the, in, in Dunkirk called The Shepherd's Tone, I think it's called. And, and basically, it's called a shepherd's tone. You can Google it. And basically what it is, is it's a, it's a progression of notes that goes down along with one that's going up. And the volume of the one going down fades out while the one going up fades in. Oh. And it's done. In a, and, and what happens is you're, it tricks your ear. It's an optical illusion. So what it sounds like is it can it's it sounds like an it's like an escher for your ears. It's a staircase that just keeps going up and up and up. Oh, to, that's to an fascinating. It, yeah, it's a da, 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 da. And, and, it, and then it keeps oh. it, it, and it just makes it really tense. It's like how high can this go? But it never goes. Oh, it never goes outside of it never goes outside again? of one octave. It's, it's called a shepherd's tone. That's fantastic. So it tricks you, and then this is, your brain just sits and there it going, causes, wait, it I causes can't. It yeah. causes suspense, yeah, because when you, you say when it hits that when it hits that high note, that's like, when it's going to yeah. happen. But it never it, hits that high it note. It just keeps going it's like, up, like a, and you think you have just keeps dog going hearing. Up you up. think that you have the hearing capability of a dog all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Like you can uh-huh. hear, and then you keep thinking, this, surely I can't still be hearing this. Oh, that's fascinating. And that's how that's how, that's what they used in Dunkirk to build the tension. Oh, so cool. that's so that's cool. that's well, that's probably why it won sound editing was uh, was I think everybody was fascinated by the shepherd's tone of Dunkirk. <laughs> just just that dog it, whistle, so to speak. Yeah, Rather and than... also uh, uh, we're we're not talking about the darkest hour. We've actually switched to Dunkirk, but oh, but yeah. I just read an article on the special effects on Dunkirk. Is the dog fights were done. They 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 the, with they had like one real plane, and uh-huh. a bunch of radio controlled planes. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, sure, sure. And they and they, they they staged them, you know, in the distance so you wouldn't be able to tell. It was a little optical effect. It looked like a looked like a plane in the distance, but no, it was a radio controlled plane. Just real close, flying right uh-huh. off, real close to the Spitfire. Yeah. Oh, that's and awesome. What they, and, and originally, and this is this is fascinating too. Originally, they were all going to do it from the uh, you know from the landing field, from where they where they staged the aerial stunts. But they found that they did not have enough range for the radio controlled uh, transmitters. So what they had to do was put the guys with the transmitters in into the a plane. helicopter. Oh, in the helicopter. And fo- okay. In the hel- in a helicopter. Yeah, right. Right. So a helicopter with the guys controlling the radio control planes were 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 behind. So I mean, it was uh, it was quite an elaborate aerial. It, it was it was not as a- uh, elaborate as if you had to get you know two dozen Spitfires. It's but, al- uh, almost as amazing as the feat of evacuating three hundred thousand. Soldiers off the beach, <laughs> <laughs> almost as amazing as the the, the actual war itself. <laughs> what we spend on special effects, but but that is yeah. a prequel to the Darkest Hour. Uh, I I had just seen Dunkirk, so then when I saw the Darkest Hour, it gave me a a bigger sense of that moment right. in history. 
And then I also I also mentioned that there's a third film, if you really want to study that moment in history, there's a third film that also covers almost that exact same moment, and that's The King's Speech. That's right. That's right. Where and it actually talks about the coach that, uh, that, that the king had a horrible speech impediment, which in uh, The Darkest Hour, they kind of glossed over. You could hear it's, it a little, though. Was, There's a little bit of Elmo Fudd. Well, I know. They turned minister. it into... They turned. They turned it sort of into an Elmer Fudd voice. Yeah, instead of a they gave, stutter. They gave him an right instead of a stutter because uh, uh, I guess the stutter would have made would have been too hard for the actors to play through. Yeah, to sit there, and, uh, to Churchill to sit there and wait for him to say we 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 must. <laughs> it would turn into a comedy watching Churchill it would just have been lose a three, it. would have been a three-hour film. <laughs> <laughs> and to see Churchill so, rolling his eyes, to hear Gary Oldman rolling his eyes, like, oh, this guy again with the stutter. Is there? <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically they axed the porky pig and gave him an Elmer Fudd. Yeah, yeah. But it worked. It, I thought it was, I thought it was a, a really excellent film, the way they built it and uh, – I don't know, just what they chose to focus on in in that event. Right. It, um, I did a little research uh, post film. Mm-hmm. It, it's uh, th- this might be spoiler alert. So if you haven't seen it or haven't studied uh, uh, British history, uh, this might wreck it for you. But the apparently uh, historians and Churchill disagreed. On why what happened in Calais? Okay, is that is that the movie the movie took Churchill's perspective is that he ordered uh, uh, the, the the men at Calais to engage the Germans for to diversion. draw away the forces, yeah. right? To give uh, to give uh, the the more time for evacuating Dunkirk, and that the men sacrificed themselves or he sacrificed the men. And according to uh, according to history, and, and I looked this up that. That was never a consideration. That it was actually, it was an actually, they were engaging the Germans. Uh, uh, they would have done it anyway. It was the, you know, that's that's what you do in war. They were just it, in it, a position they where they had to fight, and that's where they were. Okay, right. Okay, right. That's, uh, but but you know, so so who knows? After all those years of scotch, whether whether or not you know whether or not the way uh, Winston Churchill chose to remember the moments of history were accurate or not. Yeah, it's, is this uh, based on his writings? I, you know what I mean, or is it? Uh, I I assume they gathered all sorts of writings. Did he really have a typist? That's in history, and was she that cute? I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> She's she's a really pretty actress, but I I liked how they focused on his his speaking and the language and 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 then they made Neville and Halifax seem like the boobs they proved to be. I guess. Like, did you notice that Halifax had the same had the same speech impediment I as did. the king? I did. I noticed that. I, I don't know why they gave I him did. that. I noticed he was also uh, Roger Baratheon's. No, no. Which one was he in Game of Thrones? He was the, the king who, uh, the Lord of. Anyway, if you're a Game of Thrones fan. Oh, 
He's the king. Gosh, that's that that no, that's funny because I kept looking at him. I go that voice, yeah, like Rocky, Rocky. That voice. Where have I heard that voice? <laughs> you, <laughs> you've heard of Game of Thrones. He was uh, the one yeah. who tried with the Lord of Fire was on his side, but he didn't get power that in that show either. He didn't yeah. become the no. prime minister, and he didn't win there. He's always losing. So close. I, I, I could not place that. I was thinking I was thinking it was Stampers from uh, House of Cards, but uh, oh, I haven't seen House of uh, Cards. I, I know I need to see it. Okay, okay, we, doesn't we matter. We haven't reviewed the film, I guess. Really, it was. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked it too. I, I, it was, I kept thinking uh, about. It, I kept thinking about comparing Churchill to Trump, in the sense that they were both. They a lot of people didn't like him or trust him or they were afraid of him. Which I thought right, right, and he kind of and he he kind of went contrary to the previous administration, who thought that that everybody could get along. Is he yeah. came in saying, "No, we we can't get along with you can't get along with Nazis." Yeah, and, yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, but we can try," <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. which yeah, which, which which is which is interesting to me that 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 I mean yeah it's it's that that comparison was was really was really you know it was kind of obvious to me it was and, too that part of it was but, definitely yeah but i wonder i it, it was curious that usually was hollywood not adept at picking that up well, I I wonder how much of that is Hollywood and just our own uh, our own minds drawing these you know connections and comparisons. But when when they showed him as an outsider that wasn't liked or trusted, but at the same time as I thought about it, no, but he was an insider. I mean, he was in government his whole yeah. life. He was sure. he was a lifelong politician, and he was a sure. brilliant speaker and orator, just amazing, and. Uh, and so, Trump. It, it, amazing, th- amazing to me that he could that he could that he could start the day with a cigar and scotch. No kidding, no kidding. And how long do you live? <laughs> <laughs> how long? Uh, do you yeah, live? It, 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 into his eighties. I just I just looked it up. Nineteen. He had a stroke in like fifty six and died in sixty five. Wow. And he was uh, eighteen seventy four. So he he uh, he came he came perilously close to a. Uh, Hundred years, a century. Man, and and he was perfect for the wartime. I guess they voted him out after, which I I knew that that he did. He got, but they voted him back in. Oh, the 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 yeah, it, it's it's parliamentary politics. That's true. Yeah, it, it's it's a it, different animal than what we have here, or in the it's, U.S. Uh, you know, it's they didn't they didn't trust him during Reconstruction. But when they once they tried the once they tried the liberals for four years of reconstruction, that was kind of you know we need them back. We'll, we'll bring it back. I'm just going to pretend. They, so, yeah. I, I'm just going to continue to pretend that I understand how they pick a prime minister and how all that works. <laughs> <laughs> well, gonna, it's essentially like speaker. It's essentially like speaker of the house. It, I'm going to pretend it, I know how minister. that works too. I'm just going to keep pretending. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I'm going to pretend. I'm going to pretend that we're not over time because Oops. we are. Sure. That's uh, that's the that's the show for today. All the episodes are on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. We've got a rule of three Facebook page there, or at timslagle.com. There's also uh... yeah. There's Bent Washburn. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Bent. Bent Washburn. <laughs> Bentwashburn.com. B-E-N-G-T. Silent G. 
All right. And uh, we'll see you next week.